Hello, everybody. Did we start? Welcome. Yet? <laughs> yeah, we're starting. We're starting on a low, low All key, right. low note. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Put It in the Book right. Show, uh, right. season five, episode two. And what better way, I ask you, to spend your Friday evening than with a bunch of assholes on the internet uh, talking about the New York Mets? Huh? How, how about it? I got Keith yeah. right there. What's up, my I'm friend? Uh, I'm doing really well. I'm just going to go there through a low energy start. Low uh, energy, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. How about yourself, about uh, Faraci? I'm quite well. Quite well. Not, not too quite well, as we've talked about before. I'm not overly well. I'm just super, well. super doing, doing okay. Uh, Rodriguez, write it down there. What's up, my friend? Hello there, Faraci and Mr. Laris. What's going on, brothers? How we doing? What's up? We had a nice Rodriguez. week. We 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 definitely definitely had a nice week and uh, great right back behind you. Good week, oh. Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what's going on back there? <laughs> Some well, weird stuff going on back there. Right on that note, uh, producer Joe, to... why don't you get us kicked off here? Let's do it. What's up? Welcome back in here. Uh, Sergio's talking buy two, get three free. The candles? Morning, Did you Lloyd. hear, did you no, hear that? What did he mean? I did. That's, that's, I mean... It was a disturbing situation back there. Uh, do you, have you been mistreating Joe or, or are you, or, or was that like a, <laughs> that was a, a good thing? He's stuck in a wall. Have <laughs> I been mistreating him? I got him in a wall. Ask me again. Ask me the was, same question. Was he anal douching? Like, what was that all about? That noise. You see how you see how he gets to that, this. That went to, to this. That, that's you not see the same what <laughs> See, there it is. See, was there you've been feeding him well. You've been feeding him well. That's why I said, "Oh, what, 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 what we got there? What, what, uh, some, what kind of smells uh, we got going on there? Mango coconut. Mango I can coconut dig the mango coconut coffee and roto, itself. Coffee roto. coffee roto coasters. Coffee roller coasters.com. <laughs> Speaking of coffee, Keith, talk to us about Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters, please. He's Brooklyn Co coffee. Brooklyn Coffee Roasters.com. And it's buy two, get one free, Frank. We always wish it was no. three. But listen, the pleasures in life, you're lucky you get one free. And this is a true pleasure because coffee is amazing. We are brainwashed and trained to be addicted to caffeine. So just follow your instinct and log on to www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com and order your addiction now. Uh, if you order pop your on there, now. If you pop on there, you'll see there's a ton of delicious flavors. My favorite is, like Frank Terzio just mentioned, Morning Wood. It is actually, there's, there's a lot of jest in the name, but the name is, nah, nah, nah. 
I'm a loss for words tonight, and that's unusual. That's uh, highly unusual. The name doesn't really explain the taste. Mind it your is, business, Farachi. It, it right. Really, mind your business. What? Come on. I didn't need Why you. you let him talk. Yeah, really. I didn't need you okay. to like. Gotta validate you. He's got to validate you. Like you're his child and stuff. See how he right. gets? Like I was like, being I, no, I, I was being humble. I don't and in my humble. I thought a crutch was needed. David, what's oh, up, man? Uh, what's up, you David? You need a crutch now, Keith. As a matter of fact, I see you saying the word "saints." You've shown seeing. <laughs> What's going on? I'm, I'm having a tough time tonight. Okay, time to concentrate. Have a, have Georgie, a smell, have a smell. What's up, George? BrooklynWaterCoffeeRoasters.com. From their roaster to your front door, only the finest beans are hand-selected from the Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters people to deliver your coffee, to roast your coffee, and to deliver to you within 24 hours of its roast date. That's right. You get your coffee fresher than anywhere you would buy it unless you roasted it yourself, which is unlikely. Um, and if you log on to the website, at www.brooklynwatercarfrosters.com. You'll see they have a ton of delicious, amazing flavors. Uh, one of Farachi's favorite, and you know I dragged that F to emphasize it's his favorite, is dark roast dark chocolate. It's a dark roasted chocolatey delicious coffee. Uh, it's just you got to be careful how much you drink because the calories in chocolate, you know what that can do to you, right, Farachi? How many calories are in that? Again, just so our listeners are aware. Or Double saddle. Double saddle. Boom. Saddle. Uh, and uh, to Frank mentioned Morningwood sounds like a funny name, but it is really, to me, the most delicious coffee next to Cinnabuzz. Uh, www.brooklynwatercuffroses.com. Check them out now. There's a lot of flavors out there. There's also the 50% more caffeine line. Uh, yeah. And who doesn't need more caffeine in the morning? I mean, you wake up, you need a little extra kick in the ass. Do it. Uh, and if you act now and you use the code POPCULTUREPROS, all capital letters, uh, you'll get your third bag free. Um, and like I always say every week, there's a ton of different flavors out there. Pick a flavor that you think you might like, but you're not sure. You get it free. If you don't like it, give it to a neighbor because I guarantee you they'll like it. Because if you don't like it, there's something wrong with you. www.brooklynwatercarfroses.com. From their roastery to your front door. Check them out now. Well, thank you very much, sir. Uh, appreciate that. Um, so let's talk some Mets, New York Metropolitans here. Uh, as Terzio is talking in the chat, this is not a Nick show. Uh, oh, so okay. don't ever mention them again, Keith. What's wrong with you? Uh, Conforto wants to know how do you uh, <laughs> to, do you deliver the morning wood to Long Island Ducks Clubhouse? He's not signing there. I know oh, that they reached God. out to him. Please, come on, they did come reach out to him. Uh, I thought it was hysterical know, because that's, that's like a running joke in the show, right? I always mention the the Ducks, send them to the Ducks, send them to the Ducks oh, yeah. as well. The Ducks actually trying to sign Conforto. Uh, so, yeah. So Michael Conforto continues to be uh, lingering out there in free agent world uh, as the Mets are off to a 10-4 and four start. Uh, nice, nice way to get the season going. Four straight wow. series victories. Very nice. Um, and we, and we, what do we always say? It doesn't matter. We don't have to win every series single game. Let's just keep on winning series. And in a four-game set, you know, it, it's it's tough to to sweep there, uh, and even tougher to win maybe three out of four from a team that won 107 games last year. Uh, so we'll, we'll we'll get into that. Um, we'll talk about a little bit about the homestand, five and two. Little little uh, Gary Cohen uh, talk in in a bit, and um, Robinson Cano. What should be done with him? And do we uh, sacrifice 
defense at catcher for a little offense later in, in the season. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into all that stuff yeah, uh, now. Um, let's let's start off with the homestand, guys. Two out of three from the Diamondbacks. And then, uh, you know, Diamondbacks are the Diamondbacks. Uh, they 58 wins last year or something like that. Uh, so we, we, we end up winning two out of three, which, again, is exactly perfectly fine. Um, and uh, then in come the Giants. Rodriguez, the pitching showed up. The hitting showed up. Uh, brother, let me tell you, this producer Joe's going to keep this I mean, this comment for the rest James of the show. He's got to go. Oh my god, <laughs> this is ridiculous! This is ridiculous. What is what is it with you guys? Homestand, homestand. The Giants. Leave, uh, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about the Giants. Let's, that's don't get me. there for the night. It's pin. <laughs> that's that's fine, but he's still he's still going to patch and he's still going to start for the Mets. So yeah. you could you could get over it or not. I'm not quite sure what Odell Beckham Jr. has to do with any of that either. I don't know. I don't know. Let, let, let me. Their pitching showed up too. You know, the Giants have some really good pitching, and that's what that's what impressed me the most. That these guys came against and and hit the guys that they had that they have on there. The only guy that didn't hit well was Rodon, and that's the guy that we were looking at. And I can see why we were looking at him. The yeah. guy was pretty good. All that aside, couple little bull crap compliments to the Giants. It is what it is. I'm a Mets at heart. The Mets kicked their butt. They came back strong. They held strong. Their pitching was solid. Starters, I don't care what you say. Okay. McGill. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Bassett Hound. Peterson. You know, Peterson and, and uh, Cookie. I mean, I've been telling what? you guys about Carrasco, and I told you that's, that guy's nasty. If he gets that curveball and that stuff going, he's going to be nasty because after his off-speed stuff, go throw 93, 94, that's going to look like 98, 99, man. And if he's on, he's on. The Mets played everything. Uh, they played offense. They played defense. They played very well against the Giants. They had to. The guys yeah. won 107 games last year. You just They're not going to lay down. And you notice how they kept coming As back. As we did last year. Yep. And they and they held us. And yep. they held us, you know. So they, they're a good team. This is a quality, quality win. Even even if it's in the beginning of the year, man, three out of four from the Giants. Oh, that says something. It, it lets the other, the rest of the league know, Keith. Right? This is what I'm gonna say. One more thing. Let's the rest of the league know that we're here and we're for real. Like uh, like I showed you guys today when I sent the Lindor thing, where he yep. said, "We're the Mets. We're, we're a good, good team. That's it. That's who we are. And, Not a surprise." So you know what? I was just gonna add to that, Rodriguez. Uh, agree 100 percent with everything you said. But if, if, even if you look at a loss, and I had mentioned this in, in our offline group chat, uh, Bassett, you know, he, he got rocked a little early, but then he settled down. And even though he gave up those five runs, he went six innings. That's yeah. big. That's, That's big. a veteran move. You stay in there, you right battle. Now. You save your bullpen. It's early in the season. You know, in the past, four innings, you're done, gone, because we had no faith in these starting pitchers, and we would just wear down our bullpen to a nub. Yep. Now, by the time we got to the All-Star break, nub. our bullpen was done. Our bullpen would do good, and then we'd wear them out, and then they would suck. And our bullpen has held things down pretty good. You know, some flaws here and there, but, I mean, come on. We're, what, 10 and 4? Wow. I mean, who would have they're, expected They're that? in the bullpen for a reason. Let, I mean, if you guys, let's be real here. They're, they're in the bullpen for a reason because they can't start and handle going around lineups too many times. So right, they, right. the bullpen guys are one inning guys at a time. We keep them fresh, like Keith said. There's no stopping us, man. 
Yeah. And everybody's hitting, trying to be a hitter, not trying to be a home run guy, not trying to put the ball out. You know, they're sacrificing themselves sometimes and trying and getting a, well, of course, Nito, that's all he can do is pop up and get <laughs> crappy no. because he, he's not sucking up Lindor anymore. He's that's not, right. exactly. Lindor, Lindor's playing well. And you know what? We, we, we can't say this enough. We've all said this. Wow. It's just really true. It's only 14 games into the season, but the atmosphere, the leadership, and just the whole entire feeling of the team totally is different. so much, so much better and so different um, mm-hmm. that I can even look at a loss and find positives in it. Because in the past, I'd look at a loss, I'd block it out, I would never turn TV on again, and I'd make believe it didn't exist. That's so true, Keith. That's such a good point. You can look at a loss now and try to understand why we lost and how we lost. Because you know what? As they say, doodoo rolls downhill. And and and, yep. and good stuff starts at the top too, you know, because mm-hmm. we have a decent general manager, a fairly good one. We have a really good manager. I mean, as good as it gets in the major leagues. You know, and, and already and taking the day off and losing a game, you know. Well, dude, he's sick, I'm, man. I'm, Who I'm, got him? Nito, Nito, Nito got him sick. Yeah, because he wants more playing time. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and you know, Sandy being in the shadows is, is where he should be. That's where he, he, you know, he he's able to take some burden off of his shoulders uh, and let Appler take care of that front end stuff, which is super busy. And he's able to sit behind the scenes and support him and take care of the higher end decisions. It, it's just, it's it's top to bottom. I'm super happy as my fan. It's super early. I get that. But I don't see this team built to collapse like past teams have. Right. We'll see. It's long season. Yeah, but so if all of this I'm is a trend, happy. if all of this is a trend, we're trending good. It's a good yep. trend. Pretty well. <laughs> so um, coming into the series, the Giants had not allowed uh, more than three runs in a game for the, for the, for the first nine games. Ooh, and the Mets finish. did it three out of four. Uh, so that that's you know, the statement made on the offensive side. Uh, whether it be Escobar or Canna, everybody's coming through. McNeil, Lindor, um, you know, Dom Smith. Th- this Dom Smith coming right. Um, so it's really been nice. Everybody. Really been everybody. And the other part is that the the masses, the crazy people out there. Remember after the remember our first episode mm-hmm. last week when people were saying, oh. Christ or bullpen again. Oh, Christ or bullpen. And we said, you're overreacting. It was two games. And since then, they've reeled off 18, or don't quote me on that. It's like 18 and a third or something like that. Uh, straight innings of scoreless uh, scoreless ball. Um, you know, th- people have stepped up in Edwin's uh, absence. And um, uh, and what's his name? Uh, the guy that we were we were a little fearful of the other day coming in. Um, May, May came in sh- oh. nine pitches. <laughs> Done. Hey, okay. Why did he? Why did he pitch well? How did he pitch when he came in? He didn't that's just a, come that... in with his stupid 94, 95 mile an hour fastball. No, no, no. That's me. He he threw all speed stuff. He threw a slide. Right. He threw a couple of curves. Dude, that's all he needs to do. That's his meat and potatoes. May. Because when he mixed May, he, he and on on the big bombs that he's given up, it, it's not even hanging. It's it's fastballs no. that he's missing his mark on. Fast that's balls. at ninety four. Right. At, 
straight meat fastballs because he because he's uh, got uh, a three and zero count. Right. You know, throw a strike. Um, you know, so so now um, you're five and two on the homestand. You had nice crowds, even though the weather was kind of crappy um, the last few days, like raw, like forty eight, windy, and that kind of stuff. Um, but and then on top of that, to 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 sweep a uh, double header on you know, on top of it, when you had uh, we got to talk about this real quick. The the Scherzer performance was just electrifying, uh, and and wow. y- you know um, what had happened with Kershaw, uh, you know, the first week of the season or his first start of the season when he got pulled with the perfect game, and so the discussions were being had the next day. Obviously, we don't have to have that that type of discussion, but. Like Rodriguez, we I, I've said it uh, several times, I think, and, and it, maybe even after the, his first start during his first start, I cannot believe that we were able to land a guy the caliber of Scherzer. That's just not how we're programmed. Listen, we, we haven't I, done I that since Pedro. We haven't done that because we haven't had the right management there. Yeah. Okay. Cohen wanted him. Cohen got him. They related to each other. The guy came down here to live in Jupiter. You know where? You know who's in Jupiter? All the big kahunas are in Jupiter. Yes, so they all is. get together. They all talk to each other. You know, Scherzer was like, hey, you know what? I like these Mets. And of course, Aunt Lucy, it's a short little job for me. Everything's working out. Thank goodness we got that guy. I, it was a clinic, okay? Every pitcher on the Mets staff and even the Giants staff should have been looking at this guy and watching this game. He was masterful. He was hitting corners with curveballs, sliders. Uh, fastballs, placing them properly so that he wouldn't get smacked around. Look at that face. I'd smack that face. Oh, no, not that one. Look at him. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> anyway, so Easy Scherzer, was, Scherzer was fantastic. Oh, that dude should have got smacked. He was such a goof. Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> all day. All day. He's like, look, Tyson hit me. No wonder, dude. You're pulling on the back of his chair, talking to him, saying, "Hey, Tyson, can I take a picture with you?" I'm Unbelievable. From He's probably from Boston, right? Since, since we yeah, just completely it. switched subjects real quick, probably that yeah. dude was an idiot. Oh, what Mike Tyson politely asked, <laughs> "Leave, leave him alone." Dude, you're stupid. You just politely leave him alone. <laughs> He did. You're he asked stupid. him, to "Stop, bro!" But alone. you know what? The best please, is that he, yo, please, now he's partying in please. Miami with Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Mike Tyson's changed a lot, but one thing that hasn't changed about Mike Tyson is three strikes, you're out. You can't take the Brooklyn <laughs> out of him. That's a Brooklyn beatdown that that guy got. Shut your face. I, I've seen He's lucky his, that, that he can talk. I've seen his... Uh, like, Seriously, you know, his he, it doesn't look bad. Testimonies and his uh, spoken word thing and documentaries on him. The dude had a really rough life, and he made something out of himself and reinvented himself. But the thing is, you can't take the Brooklyn out of the boy sometimes. You know, listen, the guy, the, I saw the video. The guy, the, the, the guy was up in his ear and barking. He deserved ridiculous. to get punched in the face. If I could punch everybody in the face like that, like I meet in public, I'd be great. But, you know, I'm not Mike Tyson. Half the time, I'd probably get my ass kicked, maybe more. But Mike Tyson's Mike Tyson. He's probably yeah. going to win every single time he punches up <laughs> in the gonna face. He's going to win every single time. Yeah. The guy's, the guy's, I the think... guy's a, a moron. Okay. Right. Maybe yeah. that'll help. Maybe that'll help him. Maybe that'll steer <laughs> him in the right direction. He'll be like, "Wait a minute. Next, last, next, last time I got my butt whooped. <laughs> it's, it's Maybe this you, time you, I'll shut up." It's funny you brought that up today, Rodriguez. Because honestly, through this whole thing, I lost zero respect for Mike Tyson through that. 
Same. I, I don't have a problem with anything he did. I just hope he don't get I, in trouble for it because the guy was yeah. a drunk idiot and kind of deserved a couple punches. Probably he probably will. Something will come out of it. I or hope whatever. not. But I hope at not. The, at the end of the day, the guy deserved it. Just like he, the Giants deserved that loss with Scherzer because yes. he had them pinned down for Look at you. seven innings. Look at you he wrapping it back around, man. baby. Look at that, Rodriguez. That was Roger, professional. Roger. Professional. It's only, been, it's only been four years of this nonsense. You know so, what I mean? So, I gotta I gotta learn something. Yeah, we we right. Actually, let's let's just take a moment and say we've been doing this for four years. All right, cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Four years. We got wow. Scherzer for three what? years, right? Don't we have him for three years only, Scherzer? We have him for three. Yeah. Three years. And I'll be honest, three he's gonna be in his forties, I think, at that point. And I still think he's gonna be Maybe not as effective as this year, but I still think he's going to be effective enough to, to impact Dude, the team. He was nasty. That oh, it yeah. was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch. Was, and the last pitch he threw, when Ron said he's going to throw a fastball the hardest he can, blah, blah, what do you think that lefty guy was geared up for? He was geared up for that fastball. As soon as yep. Scherzer was like this, the guy geared up like he knew something hard was coming, and then he double hitched him with a changeup. Yeah, it was disgusting. Beautiful. And he walked off like. Yeah. Sorry, and you know what? He he, he looked tired in the sixth. So those yeah. Giants batters came up like, okay, we got this guy worn down. Oh hell no! He just needs a couple minutes on the bench. He came out mm -hmm. and said, "All right, maybe I can't hit that ninety four anymore, but now I throw all my other pitches that you can't hit." And He's a pitcher. He was throwing them all game. That's why he had a no hitter going, bro. You had a perfect so game because he's throwing he, them all. Here's my take on the Scherzer start. Um, I'm grateful, and I know it was Scherzer's request, but I don't know if there was more behind that, that he was in the second game, because two nine-inning games in a row uh, is is tiring. It's a lot of work. Uh, you know, you came out in the first game. Uh, we did really well, pitched really well, hit really well, executed really well. Great game, right? And then you come out in the second game, typically in baseball, more often than not, you lose that second game. Uh, but his energy... Not just on the mound, but in the dugout, his energy, like his intense. He let, he let out a Ric Flair woo. Yeah, right. Woo. He he was so intense, and you saw him in a in between innings pacing with his big bald spot and his hair standing up below the place, <laughs> pacing like he's gonna murder somebody. Just pacing in the dugout. You say ball spot like it's a bad thing. The team, when a team looks at him like that and how serious he is into that. They go out into that field. They approach the plate. I better not let this guy down. You you don't think that happens? Of course it does. Because if I'm a ball player, and I'm, I've never played professional sports, but theoretically, if I'm a ball player and I'm one of my teammates is working that hard and that intense, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try my best to give that kind of intensity because I don't want to face this guy afterwards because that holds you accountable for not holding up your end of the bargain. And that's kind of, I think, the energy he brings to the team every single outing and I, I love this guy and then when he's not pitching he sits there and he's talking with all the other pitchers just talking about the inning talking about what they went through talking about the batters uh his knowledge is immense his intensity is amazing and i i really love scherzer i can't wait to see him pitch the day after Degrom when the is healthy it's just going to be such a sight to see because Degrom is yeah i mean Degrom to me is Listen. a little step above in terms of talent and pitching but that intensity Scherzer brings levels him out with the ground. And I'll say that now because Scherzer's a Met. Before that, oh, of course, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> you, you, you would not dare. No uh, way. A few comments from I, Terzio uh, in the that was, Sorry, that was a finish. seven inning, seven inning perfect game, bro. Yeah, it was really good. He, he, he's, he, he's at, he's at, 
He's at the ground level. And, and it, to me, it's okay <laughs> to drag this segment out and praise him because that was it was so important to the praise team to, to pitch seven innings in a, a two back-to-back nine-inning doubleheader because, remember, they did the seven innings before that, so yeah. the teams had to readjust and then play a four-game series and now travel to the West Coast. It, but it, Keith, was, it, was, it was his first home start. It was the first thought he was making oh, at City was Field so as a man. I was waiting. I was waiting for so one of you to it. finally bring that up, that that was his first City Field start. He's and listening. He yeah, good point, pacing, Joe. He <laughs> was pacing in the dugout, experiencing the New York crowd for the first oh. time in a Mets jersey. Yep. And I was watching that game thinking what it was like in his head, soaking that up with his – you know, it's like <laughs> psychosis that he's he's already bringing to the table, and I'm like, you know, this is going to be a fun experience to watch the sickness, the sickness that comes out of this guy, you know, when he gets up, up in our, you know, in our environment, you know. Yeah, and Frank and Georgia said that in the chat too. That the, the, his the, leadership, the intensity, he, he's intense, and that's what bleeds off of him. When he's on the mound, he's intense, and all the infielders are on their toes because you guess what? This guy's ready to go. I have to be ready to go. The outfielders, city the infielders, on their toes. They get on their toes. They're ready to go. Don't mess so up. You want to be the guy that drops the, the ball whole team when is, up, is at ten, level ten. Yeah, don't exactly. Let you don't stare want, you down. You don't want to drop a fly ball when Scherzer's on the mound. That's in, that. That's just not going to happen. Don't do that. But you maybe know, that's why that's he wanted the, the night game because the sun was playing tricks on on everybody in the outfield during the day games last week. Uh, so maybe maybe he was like, I don't yeah, want to take maybe. any chances, you know. And Marte dropping two balls or not yeah, catching, which two is balls. not like it's surprising because yeah. the guy is a great glove. So the the sun was intense, and you saw that in almost every fly ball with the Giants. So yeah. maybe you're right, but either way, it, it worked out uh, immensely for us that he we played the second game because, whoa. Yeah. And if you want to talk really about clinic, him now. Wow. You, you mentioned the word clinic. Let's talk about clinic, you know, and I, I know this is not one of our topics and maybe we're jumping off, but let's talk about putting on an effing clinic. Holy cookie Carrasco. That's the put on a clinic last night. He gave up two runs, hit a home run with two outs in the seventh. Whatever, dude. That dude had like to me like twenty two pitches in his repertoire. He was just like he was dealing, like whoa. And and which let, is what let's helped him get through the third again time. Real quick. How he about that just like curveball? Let's let's just, just like let's just talk about the whole Mets starting rotation right now. How about that Bassett curveball? <laughs> I, I'll world. stop there. I don't want to like derail this whole show, but <laughs> I'm just saying like our pitching and even Tyler McGill, he got he got shelled just a little bit. He hung in there. He still put innings up. And the – wow. Mrs. For McGill. A rookie, Mom, Mama McGill inspires him. Oh, she's uh, – yeah. Anyway. She's inspirational, isn't for, she? For, uh, <laughs> she really is. Um, yeah. What was I saying again? Uh, for, for You're talking about for, the coffee he, morning. He's not a rookie, but for a, a young, almost rookie pitcher, that's amazing. And it's also because of Bassett, it, uh, uh, DeGrom in the dugouts uh, on opening day, um, Scherzer coaching him. I mean, it's thank it's, God David Wright. Producer Joe picking house. him up in fantasy, thirty-nine points. Yeah, very well done, Producer Joe. Carrasco pitching. Back. Well he did roll. No, he did roll. But anyway, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sidetrack. I'm just so excited about our starting rotation. I know it's still early. Let's see how things go. But I really, truly think with the foundation of veterans that we have, um, it's it, it's going to be different this year. 
I hope it's five straight 39s for you. They they are veterans, and that's what they're, they're, they're supposed to do. This is the Cookie Carrasco that we traded for. Scherzer, we know what we got. You know, um, the other guy's yeah. a rookie. And we got so, Cookie yeah. coming off a rough, you know, injury, and then a year after his cancer, then so. he got injured. And so, you know, now it seems like he's kind of settling back. And we have a team uh, option on him next year. So if he continues this, we can tell him, hey, you're with us. <laughs> and he can't, he, no he can't pitch afraid. I'll tell you right now, if he starts pitching afraid, the last start I saw him back up on his pitching instead of pitching aggressive mm-hmm. and trying to get strikes, he was backing up and trying to get a guy to get a guy to fish and swing and stuff like that. Instead mm-hmm. of coming at the guy to make him fish, make him try to swing, he was like, Oh, let me throw it over here. Hopefully he'll swing. You could tell in the pitcher's demeanor how he's throwing yeah. the ball and where he's laying back. You could kind of feel it. You know, oh, that's and a good if point. he's not if he's not aggressive, he's not gonna he's not gonna win. Scherzer doesn't have the Grom stuff. But Scherzer has everything that moves, and he comes at you. He's coming at you with movement. He's coming at, and then he'll he'll pop you in hard. That's that's how you have to pitch these guys. You like, can't just come come out with just uh, straight fastball. May I, I, I'm gonna say Bassett's curve <laughs> looks like a Lord Charles to me because that thing it hits it's that nasty. It's nasty. I love it. It's been many years since I I look well 2015 because we had all those. Uh, Harvey and Thor and everybody looking so good. But before that, it's been a very long time since I, I've said, let's let, let me make sure I watch this game because such and such is pitching aside from DeGrom, obviously. Um, and I feel like that is almost every person in rotation for us right now. Like, I, I, I yeah, want to yeah. see what Cookie does. <laughs> I want to see what Bassett does. I want to see what McGill does. I want to see what, like everybody, know. everybody after, like, let's, let's say everybody's healthy. Everybody after DeGrom is 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 on the on the Mets on uh you know a number two where there would be a number one Carrasco could be a number one on many teams out there uh and then you got guys like um Bassett. you know Peterson who, yeah right well I mean Scherzer is I mean he is an absolute ace on any other team uh including the the other team in in, in the city um but you know Peterson and and McGill; these guys could be you know number four uh, type guys. McGill could be a number three, potentially even a number two down the road. But what what I'm saying is that these guys are are number seven on this pitching staff. No. But it's good for them though; they can learn and they can do that. Oh too. yeah, they no, can they I'm, can I'm learn. I'm not disagreeing things. with that. They, yeah, they can watch. They can watch a Scherzer. They can watch a Degrom. They can. They should definitely watch a Bassett. This guy. Has ninety one mile an hour, has a ninety one mile an hour fastball, ninety two, whatever. It's very slow, but it plays up because he throws it and it rises. Okay, and everything else is so soft and on point. Seventy five mile an hour curveball, like Keith said, it's a beautiful thing. But it's seventy five miles an hour after ninety one. That ninety one looks like ninety nine. And then it's, he's got that sixty seven mile an hour deal that he's got. Also, it, he's been pitching like a mini pitching. Maddox the last couple it's years. Pitching. Location, 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 and movement. You pitch to win the game. Maddox Um, never threw hard. And Maddox was, you know, and and Bassett, he's not, I'm not saying he's Maddox, but he has that kind of aura about him. Like he, he just, he has a lot of pitches in in his repertoire. He knows where to throw them. There's a lot of movement on it. He's got that Lord Charles. And then all of a sudden he starts throwing all the junk at you and you get a 91 fastball up, up in, up in your grill in the strike zone. It feels like 98. 
Terzo is going to yell at me until I mentioned. I did mention Escobar before. I, I, I talked about him. I, I, I brought his name up at least. Uh, but, you know, just re- really quick going through uh, the, the lineup. Uh, the the yeah, I think it was yesterday. Um, there was not a guy hitting, you know, one through seven, I think it was, uh, below 270 or something crazy like that. Whereas, you know, Rodriguez and Keith, we, you know, we've been talking for years batting averages we've looked at our lineup and we've seen 211 240 238 you know overall hitting two, 228 as a team so this this start uh and and like i said um Epic. Terzio, there it is mccann there he goes with mccann um joe i'm surprised joe hasn't put that up yet yeah i know it's it's supposed to be well, isn't that why you said one through seven isn't it isn't it isn't it? Well, batting yeah. six tonight is no, Joe. So you know, let's 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 yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah, that that cha- it, it changes. It's it's uh, cyclical. Um, cyclical. But th- this is where it again. feels different. They're hitting uh, with runners in scoring position, and uh, they've gotten off to this good start. And they've got a great manager. Um, and clearly, James McCann is going to be the sole reason why we we don't win the World Series this year because. Mets fans have got to, got to pinpoint one negative. They got to find the negative, and they got to focus on the negative. It centers them. It grounds them for some reason, some weird reason. Like, I I mean, the guy's doing his job. His job is to be a good catcher. Apparently, we're we're ten and four, so he's doing a good job. Nito, who can't hit, he's awful. He's awful. However, we're still ten and four. Okay, so these horrible See, catches are still ten and four. And if I you're have, gonna talk to me, if you're gonna talk to me about bringing up a twenty-year-old kid named Alvarez to pitch to catch these senior guys, you're insane. So okay, it's 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 a, a terrible move. The kid needs seasoning. His his catching is not up to par with his hitting. No matter what he hits, we don't need a catcher that's gonna hit two eighty and hit 20 home runs and, and drive in 90. We don't need that catcher right now. We need a catcher that can catch a game, call a good game, deal with these veteran pitchers. McKinney, Alvarez is not the up. answer. So, is hitting 120. So, 120. So, it's George, 14 games. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Georgia said McCann can go ASAP, but hold on. Let me, let me just chime in here real quick, right? So I love... McCann, I believe in McCann. I think he's going to snap out of it. I think he's going to be okay. He's a veteran catcher. Uh, his defense is amazing. I mean, and I'm talking from a perspective where I seen the Buffalo catch for us, where uh, every pitch was an adventure, right? Uh, with McCann, every pitch is not an adventure, right? But where do you get to the point where the defense? We'll get into war statistics, statistics, but uh, his defense and his offense, <laughs> where does it get to the point where his offense is more of a liability that it outweighs his defense? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, like I said, I believe in him. I don't think he should go anywhere. Uh, I think that he is a starter for the year. Uh, more so, I'm thinking, right, you got a catcher like Nito. Nito's defense is on point, too. Uh, I'm very confident when Nito's behind there with his glove. I have no issue with Nito, but he is essentially, you know, the third of a time catcher. Uh, where does it get to the point where he starts considering, let's bring this kid up to be our third of a time catcher 
to insert a bat into the lineup on those other third of a times that McCann's not catching and then learn what? from McCann and sit behind when McCann. McCann and, when McCann and, learn and he don't break their legs. <laughs> I, I, I would like to see me personally. Uh, I'm not, I don't have a problem right now. We're 10 and four. I'm not saying let's change it up. There's a big issue. We have a problem. I'm not saying that at all. Cause I do think McCann will turn it around. I am saying though, will Nito's performance force the hand of the team or, or to bring Alvarez up just a little bit earlier than the expanded lineups at the end of the year or expanded yeah. rosters at the end of the year. But I, well, here's my thought. Is, I think it might. If, we, if, we don't know. We'll if, see. If if the Mets are, you know, uh, not talking about injury-wise, but if the Mets are languishing later in the season and they're hovering around 500, it is not because of McCann's bat. No, not at all. Of course that, not. But that, that, that's what we're – we. I don't want to say we're. The people who want to get rid of McCann now uh, – you're really focusing on you know, only team in the major leagues with 10 victories and 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 you're focusing on on McCann's batting 120 or 125 uh 14 games and it's 14 games in how, how many at bats does he have can i just can i, can I just clarify 30 because everybody well some folks might fly off the hook i am not no way advocating that McCann needs to go and not be on a team. McCann is our veteran catcher. McCann is a great defensive catcher. And McCann will eventually come around at the plate. I am more advocating, instead of Nito behind him, letting Alvarez learn from McCann and have some tutorage behind him because he's 20 years old and grow with a catcher like McCann with all that major league experience and defensive knowledge and ability to handle the pitchers. That's all I am saying. I'm not saying it yeah, should happen now. I think, I'm I think a September call-up is okay. It happen. And, I understand what you're so saying. I, I, I think he's only 20 and he's too young to be even called up for that. He doesn't need the tutorship right now for that. What, he mm -hmm. needs to play a full season in AA, a full season in AAA, move up a level. Okay, and he'll be 21 years old. Bring him up at 21, 22. Let him, because that's what's going to happen. Because yeah. McCann and Nito are going to eventually face themselves out within the next couple of years. And that's when the kid either comes comes up as the backup, the uh, eventual heir to the throne, as as they say. But you, there's no reason to to bring him up and put him into a major league thing where he's not going to play every day. You want a 20 year old catcher to play every day. You want him to experience the ups and the downs and the and understand game situations and go up these levels to play with better caliber players. You know, because it's not just you know coming up to the majors. It's a shot coming up from double A. To, to the majors you guys you know everybody thinks it's like oh let's do it he can hit he can hit no it's 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 a totally different game it's the all game speeds up too. two levels you know it speeds up two levels you right. want to make sure he's ready for that so it's a detriment to him and it's a detriment to the team to bring this guy up yeah. that's just my thought no no and, and i totally agree like i said i i am not a get rid of mccann advocate um you know and if it happens next year that's fine my question more was Will Nito's performance force the hand of the, the team to bring Alvarez up earlier and kind of to Nito? Uh, I, I think that by next year, we should definitely see Alvarez riding behind McCann. Uh, I think it would benefit him and the future of this team tremendously to be behind such a smart, 
and talented catcher as McCann. The guy knows the game. The guy has a glove, and the guy knows how to handle pitchers. And for Alvarez to ride the bench with him for a year, whatever that game split turns out to be, I think would be a tremendous uh, uh, lift to our team and his future and our team's future with our new catcher. Yeah, and 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 again, uh, we're 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 saying here is that defense. We're 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 looking for a defensive-minded catcher, which right. this lineup allows to have. Uh, remember, you know, Buffalo defense is different, <laughs> right? Exactly. And and then Rodriguez, you bring up a great point. You know, uh, Jake and Scherzer. Imagine Scherzer getting frustrated at the rookie. Imagine that just happening on the mound and you know just like, getting things out of control. Um. Yeah. The, the brawl. I did. I. I did want to bring that up. Uh, I saw that for, video for a moment, too, yeah. but there it is, and you can go watch the video. Um. Yes, Mr. Bohan, you don't want a bad glove behind the plate like Mr. Gary Sanchez from the the Crosstown uh, guys. Speaking of Crosstown guys, to me, uh, Robinson Robinson Cano. So he he is he is starting tonight. He started a handful of games here. Um, one was because of uh, COVID. Uh, but what, what, how long do you, uh, you know, take up a roster spot with, with Cano? I know there's a whole shit load of things involved in this one because there's a lot of money involved, but then you got Steve Cohen. I don't know if he's okay to just cut him loose. Uh, does Cano have, you know, the Until pride Monday. after the thing? Um, but uh, so my question is, do you wait another couple of weeks? He, you know, he's batting, I think, 185. He's not He's not good in the field. He's good at, on the balls that he can get to, uh, but his range is much, much uh, more limited these days, obviously. Um, Cano is, what, what, batting 160 or something like that? How, how long do you want to see this go out? Um, is Is there somebody else that, you know, that you would want to see in his spot or is he, or is it okay for now through May 1st when the roster shrinks down by two back down to 26? What do you guys think? Former skank. May 1st of next week, bro. I mean, um, is it? Yeah. yeah. So you, you know, th- there's a lot of factors in that, right? Uh, is his lack of performance because it's April and there's only 14 games and he's just, in a slump ebbs and flows or is it because he's not on steroids and he's 39 who knows i don't think that you get rid of a, a player to the caliber of cano and i'm saying this be with lack of prejudice because everybody who watches the show knows i hated getting cano from the beginning never like cano still don't probably never will but uh i you know he he's proven that he knows how to hit I don't think after 14 games you pass judgment on him and get rid of him like that. Uh, and especially because we really don't know what the other options are. What are the other options? There, you know, you, you got a, a veteran who is a good clubhouse presence, who has a proven track history. Yes, he's aged. Yes, he's had some steroid issues that you can say maybe he's not he's a good. leader though. You, you can't call him a leader when he's when he in the clubhouse. A lot of the twice. players. Uh, yeah, I get. I get you. I get what you're saying. But in the clubhouse, he inspires a lot of folks. Uh, there's a lot of players out there who like him, get along with him. Uh, and he, he does have a lot of experience. Uh, so you, you can say all the things he's done wrong and how that doesn't make him a leader. But he also has done a lot of things right in his career. 
Uh, and he also has a lot of experience, whether he was doing something wrong or not at the time. Uh, so he, he, he me, does Tom. provide a lot of what's that? I said not by me, Tom. Oh, my God. Tom yeah, Bohan I, said Cano is like. Okay. So so just just to wrap huh. it up, uh, I, I think I hate Cano. I wish he wasn't on the team. But he is on a team, and I don't know a better option. And he ha- he has a proven history of actually being able to perform. And I don't think we should judge getting rid of him off of fourteen proven history games of just yet. jogging the first base. Yeah, jogging the first base, lagging throws, and doing what a leader. Okay, the Mexican with uh, Mickey Callaway as the as the manager. Yeah, hacking wood. Here's the first answer: twenty million dollars a year, twenty-four million dollars a year, right? That's no. it. That's why he's I don't on think the Uncle team. Steve cares, though. Yeah, he does care, do you? What are you, what are you crazy? $20, 24000000 million? You don't care about $24 million? Yeah, you're going to keep him on the team until he, he's either his arm falls off or his legs break or he does roids again. Or he comes out of the slump. So he's, he's on the team up until he decides, up until Buck says, enough is enough. And I'll go with this. I'll go with this theory. I will trust Buck to get rid of him or ease him out slowly, however it works out, towards the end of the season or, or for next year, I will trust our manager to deal with that situation. Because at the end of the day, like Tom said, and you said, Keith, you said he is, they, they like this guy. He's a, he's, a, he's a good guy in the clubhouse. He doesn't cause any trouble. They, they for whatever reason, Farachi, they respect him. They understand that people make mistakes and they, they screw up. And if they make mistakes twice make- or three or four times, it's going to happen. People make multiple mistakes. That's how you do it the right way, by making mistakes. No, but one more time, and they're not going to respect him. Well, well they can then, respect then him, but guess they just won't play with him. Then guess what? It works out better for us. So, for, so the That's why I'm saying plant the plant in the locker. No, no, Farachi, can you, can you give my <laughs> solution to this? Do you uh, remember? Uh, put him on the steroids. Let him be productive for – I forgot how long you said – I said, and let then, him break for a month and then get caught month, and okay. he's suspended for the rest of his career. Save all the money. We got 30 days of like. Yeah, awesome Keith's plan is better. Keith's plan is better. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a better plan. It's, it's more devious. That's all. That's, that's what's better about it. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. It works, and that was for us. Joke, uh, right. But yeah, you know, it, it, would be, it would be ideal yeah. if he took steroids, hit like hell for a month, and then got kicked off the team. We would have like three positives in that. Well, it will work out very well for the Mets, and it was screw Canel, which is, you know, get it? Don't you know? <laughs> Don't you? But the Don't guy is right. not going to give up 40-plus million. He shouldn't. Not. He should It's 14 games into the season. I mean, he's obviously was hitting a decent, decent turn Enjoy, boy, for, for Buck to leave him on the team. Otherwise, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be on the team, dude. You, you, you can't judge 14 games. He does look bad. Yeah, but you can't judge you 14 know? games. He'll come give out and he'll, 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 he'll give him at least 15 games for, for two weeks. Tonight. <laughs> we can judge 14 games for McCann, but we can't judge 14 games for Canal. I didn't judge McCann. I said McCann is. Should... No, I'm, no, I'm hey, not talking not, to you. Not I'm not talking even talking to, to you. I'm not talking to anybody on this show, Joe. Uh, but... Joe? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I'm kidding. He 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 he, he, does, he wants Cano out of there also. So of I'll course. give Joe credit there. Um, but... I'll give him credit. Uh, again, uh, <laughs> keeping with the 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 Yankee trend, uh, and then Timmy's Aww. here now. So, but no, Don't I say I, I want to. Bad about Timmy. No, the 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 hot. No, I would never. The hot mic 
uh, which I don't really mind. Uh, uh, Gary Cohen was his mic was on. He was eating, and then he said this. Why are we showing Yankee highlights? Why are we showing Yankee <laughs> highlights? Okay, so don't two, two talk things with about your mouthful, this. Gary. <laughs> no. So two two things on this. I, I you can hear a little bit later on. I I couldn't get the full clip there, but uh, somebody saying New York is on. It, it sounded like Ron which I think Keith was coming into the booth because there's always like moving, a lot of moving parts of that booth. <laughs> the best so, booth uh, in the business. The best. So, 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 um, so two things. It's, 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 a, it's a cutaway to uh, out-of-town scores. So that's why they were showing this. But I do think that SNY, they show a lot of things for the opposing team uh, you, you know, in, in a, in a good light sometimes. And I'm like, why are we, they like show from previous years that, you know, X pitcher has dominated them. Why are we showing this on S and Y? Like, you know, I, I get that they're trying to be fair and balanced, uh, but it's still the Mets, um, a Mets broadcast. They're not fair and balanced when oh. Gary Cohen's jumping up and down. Right. No, uh, no, it's SN, it's no. a Mets. It's S and Y. It's us. It's yeah, ours. It's, yeah. There's no, there's no fair and balanced stuff. Don't put the Yankee stuff on until after the game. That's you know what? <laughs> do what you want to do. We watching the Mets game. Put the Yankee stuff on after. That's fine. I, I'll, I didn't I'll see even, what Michael I'll K said though. That. Oh, he was. I, I I I saw that there was a video out there of Michael K talking about that, but I didn't I didn't watch it because I cannot stand his voice or his face. I don't care and, or, what he said. I don't or care. or that stupid Sunday night baseball with him and oh, the wow. Lloyd. Look at Bohan. Yeah, who's pitching that game? That, that, that's a good series. Uh, that that, that oh, Dodgers and Padres, nineteen games a year. That's fun. Yeah, that uh, little was, that little guy with the glasses our, is pitching for the Dodgers. I forgot his I name. I was looking at our June and July schedules. Uh, a lot of Urias. Yeah. Up no, Urias. 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 You are. Urias. No, you are. Sorry, Keith. What were you saying? We have a couple minutes uh, left. I, yeah, I was looking at the uh, June and July schedule for. The Mets and man is some crazy four game schedules. Yeah, we're going uh, series. Yeah, we're just... going to the Mar- we're going to see them against the Marlins. Let's Remember do that, it. people. The put in the book show will be there. Let's do a road trip to to Craplana. We should do that. Oh, I hate them so much. Yeah, Craplana. Let's do a road right. trip. I almost got arrested right, this... when I want to watch a game there once, but that's Don't a story that. for another Save show. that story for next week. Aha, yes. That's a tease, baby. All right. Uh, this is the this is the portion of the uh, show where we are the pregame show. Uh, mm-hmm. Not We're not taking you up to 940. I don't want you to get all excited about that kind of stuff, but we'll take you up to 8 o'clock. Uh, so the... <laughs> So the lineup for this evening um, against uh, – so this pitcher, I sat him in my fantasy league last Saturday because I did not want what the Mets had been doing to other pitchers to happen to him on my team. And then he went for, like, perfect innings. But uh, So Brandon Nimmo uh, leading off in center field, Marte in right, uh, Francisco Lindor at short, Pete Alonso at first, Eduardo Escobar. I mentioned him again, Terzio. Eduardo Escobar at third base, uh, batting fifth. Robinson Cano at DH, batting sixth. Mark Canna in left, batting seventh. Uh, McNeil at uh, batting eighth at second base. And then uh, James McCann catching, batting ninth, um, obviously with the DH. Um, I like that. Okay. 
so uh, my my lone question in this lineup here is uh is do you think that buck's thinking here is that uh mcneil has been so hot at the plate and he's seeing the ball so well that it's okay to have a guy behind him struggling like a james mccann with cano they have him ahead of canna who's been scalding hot so what what do you, what do you think the impacts of, of that's going to be uh rodriguez on uh, you know protection of the lineup wise uh, i i think that they're all seasoned veteran hitters or as they say professional hitters they all know what to do in a given situation are. how to hit yeah and um no. <laughs> Exactly, Joe. Sorry, got that caught in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, when, yeah, I, I think. It, listen, after Alonso coming up, Escobar switch hitter. Then after that, it's a lefty. Then after that, it's a righty. Okay, that's Connor, right? Then after Connor, yep. it's another lefty. Then after McNeil. then after McNeil comes who? Um, uh, McMahon, McCann. a righty. McCann, McCann, a righty, and then you got another lefty, and then you got another righty. So he's mixing the lineup up and giving them all different looks. All these guys can hit and know how, and know what, what they're supposed to do in any given situation. I'm not worried about McCann sucking. I'm not worried about uh, um, Cano, don't you know, sucking. Because Cano hit a home run before anybody else did. The first home run of the season was Cano. Cano knows what to do in a given situation, whether he can he can do it or not. That's 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 up to him. That's up to the situation. If he fails enough, Buck is not going to put him there, guys. He's about winning. Oh, no, I know. So, this is not Rojas know, where he's going to bat third is, every this, day. No, it doesn't matter. This is not a guy that you that you grew up with. This is not a guy who is at your level. Buck is the manager. He told Lindor, you're, you're de-aging today. What did Lindor say in his interview? Buck told me I'm de-aging. Okay. The boss said I'm de-aging. And that's all there is to it. And everybody on that team understands that. And once that's understood, there's a nice, clear line to the hierarchy. It's a nice little triangle going straight up to Buck. Buck goes to the general manager. That's how it should work. End the story. I believe in this guy. And if he lets us down, I'll be the first one to rip him. But right now, I think he has the experience to get us to the World Series, or at least very deep in the playoffs. And I'm going to trust his judgment in putting Cano in there because Cano does have to play. It's 14 games into the season, guys. Give it a chance. So uh, they're talking about the um, the starting pitcher for Saturday. I, I heard rumors that it's Trevor Williams. Could be Taiwan. Don't don't screw us, Frank. Don't call him Taiwan <laughs> on the show. It's Taiwan Walker. Um, and as as we come up at eight o'clock, we're gonna head on out of here. Uh, but uh, this road trip, just real quick, I want to get some uh, predictions. So we got uh, the Diamondbacks for three, and then the Cardinals, uh, and and Albert Pujols. Back, uh, back in St. Louis for three. So Keith, Did six you see games. Him running? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how far out we're going with this. I'm gonna go right into the Phillies also because I think we see the Phillies right after St. Louis. Is it? The Let's Phillies? just do the road trip for now. <laughs> the, just the, just the, the Phillies are road trip too. We're going at Phillies, but anyway. So uh, we're gonna win two out of three in Arizona <laughs> and probably one out of three in St. Louis, and I think we stay on the road to Philadelphia. Okay. So okay. yeah. Uh, 
part. So you got a two out of three and one out of three. So we got, <laughs> so I got a three, three out of three, three, three for those six games. Yep. Three at three. No, not three out of three out of six. Three out of three. You just want to say <laughs> three, three out of three, three and three. Three, three and three. three, uh, three Rodriguez? Three. Yeah, I, I think we'll go four and two. I think we can take both series. Um, uh, Cardinals is the one I'm worried about the most, but uh, we can. I'm fairly certain that we can do two out of three from the Diamondbacks. Uh, I think we can beat them. Uh, we might even be able to sweep them. And, and we'll get a win with the Cardinals, so that'll back me up on that. But I'm really hoping for two out of three. How about uh, Producer Joe says four and two. I'm going mm-hmm. pie in the sky, baby. I'm going five mm-hmm. and one. Wow. I'm going five and one. I'm going sweeping wow. in, in Arizona. I'm going two out of three in St. Louis. Awesome. That's, that's what's happening. All right, let's wrap, wrap this bad boy up. Blue and orange uh, ribbon on this bad boy. Keith, any any wowing words? I said wow because producer Joe put wow in the, in wow. the chat. I would just like to flock it on the whole entire road trip. Every team that plays oh. against us. <laughs> I, I wow. That. Is a home team, and we're not the home team. Fuck a mother effing top. <laughs> Fuck a top, bitches. I want us to win. Five and one is my hope. <laughs> I'm with you, Faraj. Boom. No. Um, and bust it. Whoa. We're gonna, Keith, we're gonna bust uh, that. Your, uh, what's your name? Rodriguez. <laughs> Closing remarks here. <laughs> wow. Listen, I hope for six and zero. Oh. But however, I'm gonna go forward too because I think they can do it. Um, let's go, Mets, baby. Please be good. Stay safe. Terzio says six. Terzio says six and zero oh on the road. That, that would be ideal. Um, that would make the Mets fans too nutty. And and, and the, no, 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 no. They would say, crazy. "Oh my God, the team is six. What would we be? Sixteen, 16 and, four. and four. The sixteen and four. Be, and my McCann McCann one seventy. <laughs> Six plus that 10 son is 16. of a bitch. He's tanking zero our plus season. Four is four. Zero, zero plus four is four. Carries <laughs> Oh, and uh, no, it is just a six-game road trip. Don't ever question my authority. Yeah, just look. We, oh, we have at no. two games for Philadelphia. Wow. Anyway, it's weird. Is it? See at? how he is, Keith? Don't no, I, I mean verse. Talking about? Yeah, it's a verse. It's a verse. No, it's a three-game set. It's the 29th, 30th, and the first. Well, it's all a I nobody gotta say about a that is I gotta meet myself. <laughs> Followed by four against Craplana. But no, hold until on. then, hold on, stay quiet for one sec. Sorry. Shut up. Nice. I like Thanks, this. Thanks, Rodriguez. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I wasn't looking at you when you were trying to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh yeah. Uh, five and one. This is this is this is what's going to happen. Five and one. That's it. And we are going to be fifteen and five, heading back to City Field, heading to face that crappy team from Philadelphia and Brian Homsox. And on that note, Mr. Producer Joe, Brian Homsox, out in the sunset. Thank you so much. <laughs>